Welcome to Q&A, a deeper dive with Sam Holm and other guests as we dig deeper into the sermon content each week. Good morning, good day, good night. Not sure where you are, where you're listening, but uh, Sam and I wanted to stop and record a different kind of podcast than we normally do. It's still going to be a deeper dive, but we are going to look at something because a question came in during our Daniel series about the three circles, yeah. which is a type of evangelism tool we use here at the church. We know several others. I think you were talking about Pine Cove use that. Uh, but before we get there, let me introduce myself. My name's Mark. I'm sitting here with Pastor Sam, and we are excited to share to you today. This, uh, not sure where we're going to go with this, but the question actually came in. Uh, and I, if you didn't know, this is a chance we normally recap the sermons. Uh, we look at uh, prophecy in Daniel. We were looking at some of that, but we just take a chance to dig a little deeper. And someone wrote in this question. Sam spoke on Sunday about someone that was witnessing using three circles. I think. Could someone share with that with me? I would like to use it. And before we go any further, it's actually, there's a video Sam made a few years back, so he probably looks a little younger, a little thinner. Um, yeah, 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 a little younger, a little thinner. But it's on our website, firstmckinney.com slash beliefs. And on that page, there's a few things on that page, but you'll find a video, Three Circles. You can also probably Google Three Circles video, and there's there's a numerous out there. I know I've used it on mission trips. I know you have a few stories of other people using it. But it basically, once you describe what the, what the Three Circles yes, tool is. The Three Circles tool is a tool that was brought to us. Uh, the North American Mission Board now teaches people to do it in our in the United States. There's uh, many other ministries I mentioned to you. You just mentioned that I had the opportunity to go to Pine Cove, an organization I was part of for years and years and years. And at Pine Cove, we used to train staff to share the gospel through the good news, bad news, which was a version of the Romans Road. Uh, but they now use the three circles. Um, the, the, there's a large organization called No Place Left that uses the three circles. I mean, it has become a popular way of training people to share their faith. And I think there are three great benefits in it. First, it starts with talking about the brokenness and pain of the world. And I think that is a huge benefit because in most conversations you have, you're going to hear someone talk about pain in their life if you're getting to know them and or you're sharing pain in your life. And that is a great place to jump into the promises of God, even though many people have believed the opposite. One of the hurdles I have so often when I have conversations with people about Jesus is they will think, well, how can bad things like this be happening in the world and there still be a good God? You know, why do bad things happen to good people? You know, why, why is there traffic? Anyway, Three Circles starts there. Second thing I love about Three Circles is it is visual. And I know we're on a podcast right now, and so I invite you to go to No Place Left or to go to the link that he told you about on our, our website. Firstmckinney.com slash beliefs yeah. with an S on the end. Beliefs. Yes, beliefs. And so many people are visual. And so as you're sharing the words of the good news of Jesus, to be able to show them the good news of Jesus in a diagram engages a lot of people. I do it often on a napkin when I'm at a coffee shop or restaurant. I will draw it out in front of people, and then they're like, oh, I, I see. And then you actually, in the end, can prompt them to say, hey, where do you fit in this picture right now? And then they draw themselves in the picture, and you can talk to them about how they can take steps because of what Jesus has done for them. 
towards healing and the, the, the beauty of what God intends for our lives. So that's the second reason. Third thing is it's very easy to train in, and it's easy to reproduce. It's something that once someone has seen it, most of the time they can pick it up and use it as a tool to share. So I, I love it. And I would say it's a tool. There's yeah. other ones out there. You Absolutely. mentioned a few at the beginning, the bridge, the Roman road, yeah. and all those things you can incorporate in it. And yes. it's basically, uh, if you're hearing about it for the first time, if you're around First McKinney, you've probably seen it on the backs of phones. There's some stickers we have out there, but it's literally three circles. Yeah. And each circle, there's kind of a, a path you walk through as you're talking through somebody. And mm -hmm. it starts with the brokenness circle and then how God designed the world. And then the third circle, God designed the world is the second circle. The third circle to it is basically Jesus coming. Yeah. And he died on the cross for you and for me. Absolutely. And you just, you walk people through. I know on mission trips, uh, the one I remember Pre, uh, pre, I can't even think of the word. The one I remember a lot there, I was trying <laughs> to use a fancy word there, um, was Costa Rica right before COVID hit. We used it. I had three or four kids. I was on a youth trip and I gave them each a note card and we were having to go door to, we were getting to go, not having to go. We were getting to go door to door in Costa Rica. And so we're sitting there and we were giving our testimonies, but we found doing the three circles was so much better because the visual yeah. nature of it, because they're enthralled. They've they've perhaps had people give them their story. And I found that same in the States too. Mm -hmm. But if you say, hey, let me, uh, one trick I always, if you want mm -hmm. tricks and tips. Yeah, every time. One thing I always do is I like to say, hey, I've been learning this. Can I try this on you? Hmm. You know, and, and it gives you a chance to just start that. But you literally take, you said a napkin, note card, something, and and then you can give it to them. Uh, like I said, in Costa Rica, that's what I, I did. That's But you perhaps have some um, tips, tricks, some stories you might have heard of. Are people sharing that or are you sharing it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to kind of just walk it through. And as we walk through it, maybe I'll share a little bit uh, of stories related to it. So the, it starts with a circle on the top right. Uh, and, again, I, inv I invite you to find and look at something like this where you draw a circle and you draw a line zigzag through the circle of show brokenness. And you, you're sharing about brokenness maybe in the story that you, we're having a conversation and you're like, hey, uh, you're, you're sharing about pain and brokenness. Can I share with you? what has helped me as I wrestle with this and deal with this. And then, then I share, hey, I used to think, and this is genuine, I used to think, how could there be uh, a good God with broken lives like this and pain in, in the world? And then I realized, actually, the Bible gives us an answer to that. Like, And then I draw a circle on the left, that God created the world perfect and good, put a heart in the middle of it. He, he loves us, and He wants what's best for us, but He didn't choose to control us. He actually gave us a free will, and instead of choosing to live life God's way, uh, Adam and Eve, and I've done the same, have chosen to live life our way, and that is sin, and it leads towards the brokenness when we choose not to live life the way that God intends. And so then I draw an arrow over to that sin and brokenness. Now, when we're in brokenness, we try to get out, right? And so I've tried to get out by pursuing pleasure. Maybe you have as well, and that doesn't work. In fact, you pursue pleasure, you find out there's more pain, and you fall back in to the brokenness, almost like a bungee cord, right? I've tried to I was going to say one of the things I like to do on a mission trip, it's harder yes. to do it here, but yeah. I will wear a rubber band because, again, it's that visual yeah. uh, visual technique to it. But I'll take the rubber band and pull it out like a bungee cord and yeah. snap it back and then talk about the pain it causes. That's right. You know, from that rubber band because um, it hurts. 
Absolutely, it hurts. And everyone in the world is really doing that. We're pulling at the rubber band, trying to relieve the brokenness that we can pr- pursue pleasure, like I just said, through performance at work and other things, through through money. Money, yes. Family, frankly, trying to find it in a person, uh, trying to find satisfaction in your spouse or your kid or your your next significant other, and that doesn't work. I mean, the world has pursued that for out throughout the history of the world. So what's, what's the answer? Well, we could not save ourselves from the brokenness, so God came to save us. The Bible tells us, and then you draw a third circle underneath the top two, the Bible tells us that there is a real kingdom and a real king, and I draw a crown on top of that circle. His name is Jesus. He's the Christ, the Son of God. In his love and by his grace, he came to live a perfect life, an arrow down, to die for our sin, a cross in the middle of that circle, and to rise again. And he's coming back. So what do we do? Well, then he gave us a door out of that brokenness. I put a little door in the brokenness circle that we get to come out because of what he's done when we repent and believe in what he has done. The Bible uses those words interchangeable. It's a ter- change of and heart. And you will write those words a lot of times. I will. Not always, just depends on the person, but repent, believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and believe in what he has done. And then as we learn to follow him on the other side, which is another word used all throughout the scripture, we get to be part of his kingdom. We get to now and forever start to see him giving us hope in a future And so after sharing that, those three circles, then the question is, where are you? Where are you? And have them point to a circle. Yes. It's that point. Uh, Grant always tells us on mission trips when I go with my kids to the youth, ask them the question. Don't just leave them the piece of paper. Ask them where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Where where are you? And and again, it helps make a point of decision more of a conversation because then they need to draw themselves in the circle or or maybe it's not in a circle, maybe it's in an in-between zone or wherever. And then you can talk about, hey, what does it look like? For some, it's a discipleship conversation where they are a believer in Jesus, but they're not experiencing the life that's found when they follow him. And so you can talk discipleship. We had, here's a few stories. Uh, We had a few weeks ago, uh, someone in our church who was having a conversation with someone here in McKinney that was really wrestling with brokenness in their own life. And they, were saying specifically, how can there be a good God when these kinds of things are happening in the world? And my, my friend, uh, someone that you know also, he pulls it out. He's just a man, business professional in the community. It's our age. And he start, He said, let me show you. And he had it on the back of his phone, a decal. And he said, let me show you what I believe related to this. And so he walked him through the three circles. And this guy said, that totally makes sense. I've always thought that there's not a God if there's this kind of pain. But I see now that God actually created apart from pain, and he wants to lead me away from it. And he said, yeah. Do you want to repent, believe, follow Jesus? And this guy said, yeah. And so he made a decision to follow Christ. And that's here in McKinney just a few weeks ago. Uh, it's happening left and right. I know you hear stories about God using Well, and one thing I think, you don't even catch it the first time, but we sat through training yeah. uh, and did this and now are teaching others, mm-hmm. um, which you're asking me for stories. But yeah. one thing you you don't hear, there's not Scripture word for word. Not that mm-hmm. that's a bad thing, yeah. because we- Scripture's throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So it's not like you have to memorize Scripture, which is good. Do memorize Scripture. Do, yeah. But it's more you're just telling the story of Jesus coming and dying on a cross for you. Yeah. And it, it gives you a visual to that. I know uh, after we did the training, we went and went door to door 
here in McKinney. So yeah. it's not just a mission trip. It's a lot easier on a mission trip because you know you're leaving. It's it's a lot more of a challenge, and I would challenge you to do that. But we went to a nearby apartment, and we went through and, and walked them through. We didn't have a decision that day in our group. I did in my group. I had the opportunity, several people, just through first day I had ever walked through the three circles, in our backyard here at our church, was able to see several people say, yes, I want to follow Christ. And then what we do after that, again, because our goal is to make disciples who live in love like Jesus, not just converts who say, okay, conversion is huge. It's a part of discipleship. I'm not downplaying conversion. But then we seek to do follow-up meetings with them. We invite them to come to church to get connected to community, but then also even say, hey, if church is not something you're comfortable with, I'll come back here if you're okay with that and teach you some of the next steps in following Christ. So that's huge. We had another girl in in our church uh, who's... Uh, I keep saying our age. Some of y'all don't know this. Mark and I are very young, strapping, handsome men Whatever. in our, we're all our men. early 20s, right? Uh, no, uh, we're in our young 40s, if I can say I'm that. I'm not right. young 40s, trust me. I'm okay. right in the middle. I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm borderline be borderline 47. What? No, 1975. Okay, I didn't realize you're older than me. 1975. Anyway. Yes, you're my brother's age. Uh, well, just a young, strapping. 1978 is his birthday. I have all my. Siblings you. memorized. Yeah. You have a lot more siblings, so it, I, I do don't have a lot more siblings. So we had uh, a young mom here in our community who was going to our three circles training, and then started going into what we call going into the harvest with those that are training right now. Ross Ramsey, in our, uh, if you're listening, Ross, thank you so much for your contagious faith. His kids also doing trainings, and so she started doing this and just lit up for Jesus. And she was already discipling people, was part of our D groups in our, our church, was leading in other ways. But this just excited her faith. And she then trained another couple that was in our church that went on missions recently to start doing this. And and that, that missionary from overseas reached out to me and said, hey, I am being discipled now with this girl in our church. She showed me how to use the three circles and not only how to use it, but to follow up with people. And she said that this girl had told her, hey, I am a missionary in McKinney. God is using me, to, and he wants to do the same through your life. And so, yeah, I know we've just talked a little bit today about the three circles, but I, I want to encourage you, if you know Christ, God has an unbelievable plan, and that plan is you. Uh, he, he has called his followers to go and make disciples of all nations. And so you are part of his plan to save the world. I, I My daughter and I went through a, a, a season, my oldest, of starting to watch some of the Marvel movies. Actually, we haven't watched a few of them because we weren't uh, they look sketch, actually, as we've read the parent reviews. But we watched a lot of the Marvel movies and, and talked about how cool it is that God has given us a superhero call to be part of his plan to save the world, but not just for a temporary time, which is what the Marvel people do, but we get to be part of people coming to faith and saving them for eternity, like it's even a higher call than the Marvel movie people, and he wants to use you. And so check out Three Circles, dive deeper into that so you know what that looks like, but there are a lot of different ways. Some people carry tracks, some people use other ways of sharing. Do it. The point is do it. And again, you're saying that, but it's a tool, and it's a tool we use around here. Uh, again, if you want an example, Sam sat down 
with Mark Fansler and I made the video. It was firstmckinney.com slash beliefs. And there's several things on that page, so you gotta kind of look for it, but it's there and he he walks you through. You can also Google it because I've done that and there's numerous videos. Uh, they're all basically the same way to do it. There's a couple variations out there, but yeah. learn what fits you. You can practice with your family. And I would say just start with a neighbor. Yeah. Uh, but we're supposed to be prepared to share our faith and we're called to share our faith, you That's know? Right. And it's, it's as we've read through Daniel and we, we were just talking about what to do with prophecy yeah. um, and, and where do we go next? And our next series is go love your neighbor. Yeah. And it starts with going to love your neighbor, tell them about Jesus. And this is one way to do that. I'll give you the final word. Yeah. Um, but again, that was firstmckinney.com slash beliefs or Google three circles. Yeah. Well, you heard me say it as I was sharing the three circles, and maybe if you're part of our church, you're hearing me say this more, and this is on purpose. Uh, we want the gospel, when we share the gospel, to be the full gospel, not just, hey, ask Jesus in your heart, but who is Jesus, and then what did Jesus do, and how do we respond? And so that's why we say, and I'll say right now as we close, there's a real kingdom and a real king. His name is Jesus. He's the Christ. That's the Messiah, the Son of God, in his love, by his grace. He lived a perfect life, died for our sin, rose again, and is coming back. Repent, believe, follow him, be part of his kingdom now and forever. Thank you for joining us this week on Q&A at Deeper Dive. We hope you'll like, subscribe, and share this podcast along with others. You can submit your questions by texting QUESTION to 96123, and we'll discuss those each week. Again, thank you for joining us.